What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's uh, Nova from Four Guys in a Comic, and as always, I've got well, I've got uh, two of the three amigos that are part of our foursome. Um, Red, Tap, you guys, you guys are still alive. Uh, I'm we here. Are, we are here and ready yeah, to Ru- rock. Yes. Rusty's away. He do he went to go take a piss and just never came back. So we're just gonna do this without him. We just think he doesn't want to read <laughs> today's topic. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it's, a, um, it's an image title, so you know yeah. him an image. <laughs> Takes him forever. It's um yeah, so I guess people voted. We we put out a poll like we do every week in our in our line chat room, um, for those of you in there. And uh people voted for the next topic. And uh this week we've got we're gonna be talking some saga. Gotta yes. love it. Oh my god, how can you not? I mean Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples, rrr, God, you just gotta love them. I don't know which I would love more, Brian K. Vaughn and his writing, or Fiona Staples and her art. Oof. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... Saga. No, it's good. I do. I've, I haven't read a lot of Saga. I think I've read like the first 13-ish <laughs> issues. But from what I have read, I do actually really enjoy it. And uh, no, I do. It's... It's good. I like it a lot. Now I'm up. I've gotten read all 42 issues. Can't wait for actually time of this recording comes out. Issue 43 will be dropped. That I'm excited about because it's a special Image 25th anniversary issue for 25 cents. Mm. I didn't realize they were still doing those. I thought that was is it an all year thing or something? Yeah, oh, wow. all throughout the year, Image will be dropping periodically uh, titles for 25 I thought cents. it was like a monthly thing. Like It only lasted for like a month. I didn't realize they were doing it all mm-hmm. year. Yeah, they dropped three of them back in February. And so it's been a few months. So you never know when or where or what. Yeah, but it's guaranteed to be a very popular title. Yeah. 25 cents. Um, but yeah, Saga is... It's one of those books I know it's 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 a great image book to recommend to anyone because they'll just always fall in love with it. Like male, female, that doesn't matter. It's a great book for anyone to get into over um over the age of eighteen, yes. for sure. Yeah, there are some uh, dangerous pages if you're ever flipping through it in a public bookstore or library. So, mm-hmm. gotta be careful. Fiona Staples has drawn some, uh, very you know, she's out there. I don't know what kind of Google searches she's doing, but um. <laughs> She's got dragons doing things to themselves and yeah, pregnant. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, I'm not. I was surprised that so many people voted for it, um, considering other topics. But I mean, it is a really good book. So at the same time, I can't blame them. I just know uh, guys like Rusty who are all about the Marvel haven't read Saga uh, or read an issue in print, and you know think they're think they're caught up but um it's at like 42 issues now red or is that yeah 40 42? 40 oh, time time this this dropped is it 43 is being yeah been out. oh i was just gonna say tap i know you've read um what was it 12 issues you said 13, yeah 12 maybe? or 13 issues something like that yeah because i'm not gonna lie saga is a book that <clears throat> i actually didn't start reading until semi recently and by semi recently i mean within probably the last six months uh because maybe even shorter than that, maybe like three months because, uh, I don't know. It just seems so weird and far fetched and like out there for me that I was sort of like, I don't know. I'll get around to it when I get around to it. And, uh, before I went on my valiant kick, I, uh, decided that I was like trying to find some stuff to read digitally one night. And I remembered Nova, always talking about how good Saga was and how much he enjoyed Saga and his little, his old Saga podcast that he would do. And th- so I'm like, all right, I'm going to, oh I'm going to listen to Saga and figure out what the hell this is all about. So, or listen, read. So I started reading, I read like the first couple issues and I go, okay, this is really weird, but it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. And so after that, I kind of got hooked and I just kept reading, kept reading, kept reading. I was like, man, this is. This is solid stuff. I, I really enjoy it. And then I got sidetracked by something else. I don't recall what. Um, probably a beautiful thing called Valiant. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been back to finish reading Saga to catch up. But I will eventually get back to it. Because, like I said, it is a really fun read. 
Yeah. The thing about Saga is, you know, there are some cool covers, but the covers, in my opinion, have never been overly spectacular. Lots of times they have these great covers that will help sell the book. The book doesn't need the cover to sell it. The story itself is what sells it. So for me, you know, I don't, I didn't start until it was like issue five or six, only because the covers never really drew me in. I know that's kind of bad to say because I was judging the book by the cover, blah, blah, blah. But by the time, you know, I just like, well, let me take a look at this. Like, holy crap, this is good stuff. And it's been in my pull box since then. Yeah, if, uh, if the covers didn't get you, then issues one two and three going into like seventh printings would probably Mm -hmm. probably make you think when the next one came out um but yeah that book we always talk about cosmic universes and mostly dc and marvel but it's crazy how what brian k vaughn and fiona staples did like the universe they created in this series which is only 36 issues but you've met like you've been to sextillion um you've got the these two factions at war with each other um Sort of no, like a Romeo like... and Juliet type story, yeah. too. Yeah, yes. for sure. And that's what I was going to say, because uh, Saga is very Shakespearean, because it's not only a Romeo-Juliet, but it's got pieces of like Othello and Hamlet and King Lear. There is so much Shakespearean yeah. elements brought within the uh, story Shakespeare itself. Shakespeare on acid set in space. Mm-hmm. That's what this book yeah. is. That's no, right. really. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's me, incredible. My, yeah, and that's one way I, I tell people, you know, if you like Shakespeare, Shakespeare on acid and, in space, <laughs> it's just really great. But no, Michael, like what you're saying, some of the weird stuff. I know it was an issue 41 or 40 or something like that. I can't even remember the name of it now. Maybe you'll remember. It's you know the asteroid they're on is on its way to basically like a baby in space. I guess that's the that's best right. Way that's to... right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like what? They're, yeah. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Brian gave on and Fiona Staples are smoking is uh, lethal. <laughs> I mean, the stuff even right from the start, you've got like Prince Robot, like this this yeah. crazy yes. character who has like these weird sex dreams and like just such a messed up dude. And then you have his. I don't. I guess I'm, I might spoil something for you. Tap. You have like his father, King, um, King Robot, who's like a huge widescreen tv uh, that's his head <laughs> it's so funny um but yeah. they they do these great things like line cat such an interesting idea it's just a cat that's yeah. you know yes i knows like lion cat a lot that character is awesome uh i don't know well, if you met little that little seal uh goose i think his name's goose right the little guy that sounds who, right who, yeah uh, who wears overalls about. and yeah i don't recall <laughs> that the character cutest yet. little guy oh he's great but yeah, Lion Cat. I want to get. I was going to get back to that too. It's uh, kind of based off of a Greek mythology. There were tigers or lions. I can't, it was either tiger or lion. That was the same thing. You could tell if you're a lion or not. So, so many different things That's incorporated awesome. into one great book. Yeah, yeah. And the story that Brian K. Vaughan is is pretty much known for uh, cliffhangers. And my God, sagas filled with them. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember when I started reading it, I, there was 20 or so issues. Well, not when I started, when I really got into it, there were 20 or so issues. Because you read the first issue, and I'm sure most people, when they read the first issue when it came out, said, I have to, I can't wait a month for this. And there's delays, like, there's there's oh. delays often, because obviously Fiona has, um, you know, it takes time to make the art, she do, uh, to draw the way she does. But I can't imagine waiting, well, like 42 issues, it's been over for like, oh my god, I can't. I can't imagine how people wait that long in between mm-hmm. just because the cliffhangers are unbelievable. Yeah. And Fiona, she's doing, I think, this plus two or three other books, too. I think it was a total of four books she's working on at the, at the same really? time. Really? Wow. I know she did uh, Archie yeah. for a little bit there. Um, yep. And, there, there's a, and there's a new one that just came out. I want to say issue one just dropped like a month ago. I, I can't remember off the top of my head it was. But uh, yeah, there's like three or four books she's working on right now. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. Um, her art is yeah. just... It's so unique, and the colors are so vibrant, and um, the things she draws are so weird. And again, whatever goes through their mind. And you know, and also looking at some of the history with Saga, you know, they've gotten uh, what is it? Total of three Eisner awards, and Brian's gotten two of them, and Fiona's gotten one of them, which that says a lot too, right there. And no other image book has had an Eisner from both the writer and the artist, not even The Walking Dead. But yeah, so 
if you guys ever get the opportunity to read Saga, um, I guess we all highly recommend it. Uh, I'm sure Rusty would too if he ever finished more than three issues or, you know, how he is, five issues a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we love you, Rusty. Yeah. We're, we're going to get on you since you're not here. Yeah. How do you read five Maybe. issues a week? It's crazy. I, it's crazy. I, I read five issues a day, and I still feel like, uh, I, what, would I, what did I do today? I didn't read it. Like, I've yeah. read so much, once again, Valiant, <laughs> in the last three weeks. It's ridiculous. I think I've read probably half of the, there's like, what, 20? How many do we say? 24 deluxe covers? Hardcovers? Is it? Something like that. Somewhere yes. around in there. And it's I've read probably half of them. And then plus some of the other stuff that's on digital that isn't in deluxe format that I've been reading and ah sir go read hey, Valiant Maniac that's my PSA for this podcast go read <laughs> Valiant <laughs> so go read Saga and then read Valiant that's my PSA yeah, yeah I don't so understand how you can read five issues a week I just don't get it yeah Rusty's a He's a special breed. And then he'll go and read, like, Venom as one of those issues, too. Yeah. Uh, too bad he's not here to talk to us about that, because that is uh, technically cosmic now, since he's a... Uh, since Well, it's always has been, but... Yeah. Anyway, a week without Venom's a good one. Um, no, I'm kidding. I love it when Rusty <laughs> talks Venom. He gets so excited, and he just seemed really excited about this issue, he too. He was really jazzed, but at the same time, I don't think he's that sold on it. Like, I think, he, yeah. honestly, the vibe that I got, and once again, Rusty's not here to defend himself or to say either way, but I got the vibe that he wasn't as excited about Venom 150 as uh, he thought he was going to be. I think he mm. read it and was sort of a little let down. Damn. Yeah, because, you know, we, we know Rusty's uh, meter scale. You know, there's, there's the high carny excitement. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then there's... You know the yeah when when Rusty loves something he'll post picture <laughs> after picture after picture after picture of the yeah. book, and say you guys have to read this. Have you guys read this yet? Why haven't you guys read this yet? Have you guys read this? Why 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 have you guys not read this yet? I don't understand why have you not read this. And speaking of that excitement, we're actually going to have um, a gentleman on the podcast here in a couple weeks um, to discuss his upcoming book, and Rusty's super excited about that one. And that's the kind of excitement you'll hear on that podcast is what we're referring to. Um, his and with but with Venom though he wasn't. It's true. He posted like two pictures and he was like, he just said art is cool. Yeah, and, and I completely disagree with that. <laughs> um, but he also said like you guys should read Venom One Fifty. People are digging it. He didn't say I dig it <laughs> or I think it's amazing. He said people oh, are digging man. it. So, well, it's like one of those cut face. <laughs> it, it's one of those like five ninety nine books, right? Where is it's it a bunch really? of different writers and artists. Yeah. yeah Holy yeah. crap! And let's some of those variants are going for over three thousand. Oh, sure. that's ridiculous! I couldn't God. believe it when I saw it. I was like, "Are you effing me?" Yeah. Holy cow! It's it's five ninety nine, forty seven pages. Good. Well, I guess at least it's a longer books to help yeah. justify that cost a little bit. Speaking of longer books, um, I posted, uh, I shared some pictures of that Deadpool Bad Blood yes. graphic novel, and I mean, it's a really quick read. It's like 20 bucks, though, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, that's another thing I think Rusty was excited about, but he hasn't been, he's been reading it because he posted a picture that's sort of halfway through the book, but I don't think he's... Uh, how many pages is it? Good. You said it's a quick read, so how many pages is it's it? Like a, it's like 108 pages. Oh, but... dude, he he won't be done until the end of the week. Oh, I'd be... Oh, my God. It's it's really short. Like, there's no text in it. It's all just like he'll feet be done no at the, feet. He'll be done at the end of the week. <laughs> Comes back hey, to us you in 2018. You listeners tonight is Rusty. <laughs> so it happens when you miss the podcast. There you go. You can pick up Venom 150... One of two thousand sketch variant for two thousand dollars. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my Who did the cover art on that variant? Uh, Mark Bagley. Uh, well, I like Bagley, so I'll give him that. But still, That's two a sketch. grand. If you, but if you want the full color one, you can get it for a thousand. Yikes! Yeah, either way, that's ridiculous. I'm glad I stopped then collecting the, like that. <laughs> then the, the Clayton Crane is going for around five hundred. Oh, Mister Crane. Now here's one I actually did see in my LCS. They were getting ready to put on eBay, and it was the uh, Gabriel Delato variant for three hundred. Mm. 
Hmm. I want to see this Clayton yeah, this, Crane one. And, and yeah, I want to almost Google this real quick. I haven't seen any of these variant covers. I don't even know what any of them look like. They're okay. His is <laughs> I, I'm, not that I'm good. Not digging huh? Clayton Cranes. You just got a they're, bunch they're of venoms okay. on there. Yeah, I do love yeah, it's Clayton a, Crane. So you know, it's. And I don't think that's his best cover. Honestly. Okay, hang on. It's, is this black and white one? The Mark Bagley. Is this is this yeah. one Mark Bagley? Oh, yep. dude, that is a yep. dope cover, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's, like cla- that's classic Venom, man. Oh, it's, well done, Mr. <laughs> Bagley. I'm not going to pay that much money, nor would I ever pay that that's much money, but that's a really well done cover. There's more. I mean, and it keeps going. There are so many different variants for it's it. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, what is the Scotty Young so one going for? It's got to be one of the more common ones, right? Yeah, the I don't know. Not always. Sometimes Scotty is mm, he's the hot he's a hot pick. It's sometimes it's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Marvel does these variants so many times and it skews their sale figures. Okay, I'm gonna guess that this is like this totally looks Photoshop, but I think it's funny as shit stuff. So I'm gonna show you guys this. It's uh the Venom Golden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Golden Poop. That's great. Uh, yeah, the Scotty Young, 10 bucks on average, except for one idiot who's trying to sell it for 200 Of course. Yeah, he won't get that. You know I, what I've decided? People on eBay that do that, it's like you have like your normal sellers, and then you have like the one or two people that like charge 20 times as much as everyone else. Mm-hmm. I think they do that on purpose, knowing that they're not going to sell it, but I think they do that in the hopes that other people see that price, and then they go, well, I'm going to sell it for that much, and then it just drives yeah. the price up. Could be. No, actually, you what you do is you have like five of them. You post one of them for two hundred, and your other four for a little bit over regular price, and say, you know, it's not two hundred, and you just, you know. No, I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to drive. I mean, that may be too, but I think they're trying to drive the price. Yeah, they're trying to drive the price, but they can still sell other copies that they have under the different account. And strange money. What a strange world we live in. Mm-hmm. God. Um, speaking of Marvel Comics, uh, Tap, how are you liking Secret Empire? Uh, I don't know, Red. How am I liking Secret Empire? <laughs> well, let me tell you, Matt. For this week, three issues dropped. You did not like two of the three. Oh, <laughs> wow. Right on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Miss Mar- The Mighty Marvel, Captain Marvel. That yeah. issue was a waste of money, let me tell you. I had... All they did is repost or reuse panels and reused writing. It was nothing but a whole bunch of issues meshed together into one issue. I was like, yeah, F you, Marvel. This was just a waste of money. No. And then the other one that dropped was, I can't think of it, but that one, well, I remember was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. There's no mercy. let me tell you. Captain America, Steve Rogers, number 17, was the second best of anything written for Secret Empire, any tie-in, everything. It was phenomenal. Wow. I can't say enough about it. It was basically Supreme Leader Captain America being interviewed at the for, for the first time, and it was really great. You know, a lot... I, Watch the YouTube video for Four Guys in a Comic on it. <laughs> yeah. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I got panels of pictures up in there. It's a lot of great stuff in there. It's just amazing. And if you... But no, Matt, you, yeah. didn't, you okay. didn't like the other two. Well, there you go. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, thanks. You're very, I'm glad you're we very got welcome. to the bottom of that. Uh, but if you're yes. looking for something that's not Secret Empire related or even Marvel related, uh, Valiant... They have a new book. They have a new book this week, though. No, ser- in all seriousness, though, they do have a new book um, dropping this week called uh, Rapture. Um, it's basically yeah. Ninjak and Shadow Man uh, teaming up, and uh, it's phenomenal. If you read um, the Ninjak arc where him and uh, Punk Mambo go to the dead side, like. It's called Enter. Welcome to the Dead Side. Yeah. Or Enter the Dead Side. Yeah. Or something. If you read that arc, that's all you need to read before Rapture. Just that little arc right there. You'll be set going forward for Rapture. Um, I had the privilege of reading it. It's phenomenal. I cannot wait. I think it's gonna be a four four issue mini. I want to say. I think it's four issues. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I yeah. cannot wait. It's it's really really good. And then they also have an upcoming one, which we got a super advanced uh, release uh, copy of um, a month out called uh, C- uh, Secret Powers Secret Weapons or Secret, Secret Weapons. Weapons. Yeah, Secret Weapons. And it's all about basically useless superpowers. Um, and once again, awesome awesome stuff. And that will drop June twenty fifth. I want to say. See, the one that I can't wait for is uh, Bloodshot's Day Off. I have not... Yes. I, I Bloodshot's <laughs> one of my favorite characters. Um, Matt Kent. Yeah. Oh, Matt Kent is just... That dude's just mm-hmm. a stud all the way yeah, around. I'm trying to remember who the That's other person fire. was on that. Was well, else Elliot really Rahal is supposed to be writing that one. Is it Elliot Rahal? Okay, yeah. Is he really? Okay, thank you. Yeah. I didn't get yes. a chance yes. to yes, interview right. him. That so, is... yeah, no, that's incredible. Yeah, yes. He's writing that one. Yes. Yes, that's right. We talked about it on this podcast. What am I thinking? <laughs> that's why you were so close. It was right there. That's why. I know. I know. I know. I know. I was excited because I do want to read it. I've you know they've been publicizing it for like three or four months now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Valiant's got some. It'll be interesting to see. I like the concept of it. I was reading mm-hmm. uh, Valiant High recently, and he's like the he's this drill sergeant gym teacher in that book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So he 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 has some some good lines in there. I like it. I like the I like the comedy in Valley, and I don't tap you. You told me you've been reading Delinquents, which is just one of the funniest books yeah, I've ever read. Yes. Well, first you got to um, read Archer and Armstrong, and then you got to read Quantum and Woody, and then you go read the Delinquents. Uh, just awesome. Uh, no, it's so it's absolutely now, great. Have you guys been reading the new Exo Man of War? Um, yes. I read the first issue. I'm behind. I haven't read issues two and three yet. Uh, because I'm actually reading the older Exo Man of War right now. Um, I'm actually on, uh, I just finished, um, the, the unity arc. So I'm actually going into the armor hunters arc next. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of reading the older stuff, but I do have it listed. I have it in my, in my read file. I just haven't read it yet. Just want to get in the proper order. Then. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I got to ask, you know, is it me? Are they either are they delaying with those issues or is it just so good that I just can't wait for the next? It's so good. You can't wait. Yeah. It's just so good. Valiant has never been late on an issue ever in the history of Valiant. Yeah. Fun fact. More XO faster. (laughs) Yeah. um, I was going to ask, cause what I I know, what I know Valiant does is their arcs are typically for at most five issues so that we've Mm -hmm. got, and you know you've got that one artist for the entire arc and it's not like dc and marvel now where they're double shipping books and you've got artists switching out you know every every two issues or so because obviously they can't keep up but um what do you guys think is like the perfect arc length arc length i think six, yeah six five issues. to six just depends i'm good with five to six because you know what, if it comes over more than six, it just becomes a full event. Then they start doing the crossovers, and this, and it kind of starts dragging out. Yeah. And well, I will say for a company I, that does crossovers, Valiant does it right. <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just on a Valiant high horse right now. Don't mind me, but um, no, I'm serious though. Their crossover events are amazing. Well, that's that's the benefit of having like four books a month. I mean, that's that's all it comes down to is just a numbers game at that point. I, I, Marvel and DC, you can't have a continuity with like a hundred issues every month. It's crazy. You're not going to be able to do it. No. Um, yeah, I like I like twelve issue arcs as well. Like um, mostly anything Tom King's done. It's usually twelve issues, and then except for Batman, but like the Vision, Omega Men, uh, Sheriff of Babylon, those are all twelve issues, and you know he got a whole story out that way. I don't mind that either. Yeah, I mean, if it's a good story put together by a good team. You know, and I say team, it has to have the writer with the artist. Yeah. Then I don't mind it when it becomes longer. But if you have just one or the other, no, don't try. Well, it I think it also depends too. Are you talking about arcs, or are you talking about like a book? Because like, isn't the vision? Wasn't it only like however many issues that Tom King wrote it for? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was a twelve issue arc from the get go. Yeah, I That's would consider it, uh, that more yeah. of just like a twelve issue title. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean arc. it is still an arc, but oh, like when I think man. arc, I think like an ongoing, like you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess when I mm-hmm. when I think of arc, I think an ongoing like four or five issues. Yeah, family yeah, family exactly. Something, something like along yeah. those lines. Yeah. When I think arc, All right, fair enough. I disagree. Yeah, I, I, that's what enough. I. That's what I thought you were talking to. That's yeah. 
All right. Well, um, uh, what have you guys been reading this week? Anything indie? Anything? <laughs> I mean, aside from you, Tap, you know you're just reading Valiant. Like, God damn it. Red, what have you been reading? Honestly, I have been, I've just about finished buying all of my Sergeant Rock titles. There's still, i got a couple holes, but the holes that I have, I found available at a website where, where I can read it. And I have gone through, I want to say, 40-some issues the last couple days of the Sergeant Rock. Just kind of finally getting into that and reading it, you know, now that I've just about got it finished. And I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's... <clears throat> There's some aspects of it that I actually like a little bit more than Sergeant Fury, yeah. uh, such as it breaks down to, you know, the story itself is short. But, you know, by the time you get to the middle of the book, the story's over, and the other half of the book has a lot of other stories going on in it, and some really heartfelt, touching, good, down-to-earth stuff. And there'll be like a page or two that's more uh, comedy, you know, kind of a Charles Schultz-ish mm-hmm. way, or or, or what's, the, what's the guy? Um, uh trying to think uh harvey comics put it out a um sarge you know the sarge comics by heart by harvey comics from the 1960s it ha- will have a couple panels in there as well so you, you, when you pick up an issue of sergeant rock you actually may have inside of it you know three four different stories by different people oh. that are not even related and what's nice is each issue is for the most part a standalone book so yeah, I mean, that was a great thing about those older comics. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we should give, and this is the last time I'll say it, maybe we should give Rusty, like, reading lessons if we're all powering through <laughs> these comics so quickly. I mean, yeah, 40 issues, I want to say, in three days, and, you know, that's Damn. that's about right. And those are, like, wordy books, no? Yeah, they are. They're very wordy. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, it takes a little bit. It takes probably about seven minutes-ish for a book on one of those. Yeah, but uh, so what? What about you? What about you, Nova? What have you been reading this week? Um, I've had kind of a slow week, really. I've been trying to think of what I have been reading. I read some. Um, you read some Valiant. Read some, sh- read some Shadow Man. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. You also read some classic A and A. I did. Yeah, that's right. I got that omnibus. I'm, I'm sorry. Was that T and A? You said? <laughs> no, no, I don't read that. Red. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Archer and Armstrong. <laughs> you, know, you just look at the pictures. <laughs> Cla- classic Archer and Armstrong, which is it's pretty good. It's it's cool to have to read that after having read the uh, 2012 run and seeing how um, Fred Van Lente sort of did some throwbacks to the old 90s stuff, which is all like written and drawn by Barry Windsor Smith. So it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That dude's art is awesome. I was also reading some Conan. That's it. Some classic Conan. Oh. Still continuing Marvel. that. Marvel. Yeah, the Roy Thomas stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just want to clarify. Okay. Cool. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is that. No, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Actually, that's the, kind of on my list. That my short list of uh, a series I want to collect issues of. It's not that expensive, I, I don't think. No, it's not. Now I've got a few in the '30s, but I was like, yeah, I really need to get that one knocked out. But I just thought about it. Actually, uh, you know, being on Image Publicity, I've got, gone through a bunch of the uh, what do you call it? The advanced copies they sent yeah. us. One of them that actually kind of caught my attention was, oh my gosh, and I'm going to screw Redneck. it up. Uh, no, shirtless no. bear fighter. Bear, yeah, shirtless bear fighter. Did you read that one, man? I haven't read it yet, but I oh. have flipped through it, and I have laughed hysterically while flipping yes. through it. Um, so I'm actually it's, really I, it's excited. Not what I I'm actually really excited to read it. And I think this is actually going to go well because it is so freaking different. You know, a guy who runs around naked, who doesn't care that he's naked, who wants to get paid in flapjacks and maple yep. syrup. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Nova's life. Yeah. <laughs> God. I, yeah, I, I chose the wrong career. Yeah. So it, it's it's a really interesting story, and I can, I think this one will pick up some traction because it is completely different than anything else you've ever read. Hopefully. I mean, I thought, um, what was that book called that Ryan Otley did? Uh, damn it. Oh, uh, Shark. Uh, Grizzly Shark. <laughs> Grizzly Shark. I thought that was going to pick up uh pick up some speed but <laughs> yeah we just got the it, it sold some issue ones and after that <laughs> it was a fun idea though it was a fun idea i feel bad for ryan i love his art man yeah it's awesome well he's got to finish up invincible so I, I think it's fine yeah grizzly shark can wait until that's done 
yeah there you go i wonder if those guys i wonder if they have plans for something else maybe that's why they finished with invincible they just want to move on we can well, actually see i mean what's go that ahead. Now? i was gonna say you know he, uh kirkman's working you know not with his walking dead he's got that planned out past issue 200 now but uh his um outcast is picking up a lot of steam maybe he's just getting too much on his plate i don't know yeah could be oh well at least we got the invincible movie coming yes yeah hopefully rusty uh well speaking of invincible movie um actually has nothing to do with this going i was gonna sidetrack us Mm -hmm. sorry that's fine Get me all excited. I thought you were going to give us a spoiler that I didn't hear. No, I just reminded me of something else because isn't um, is uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, are they behind this as well? Like, I know they're behind Preacher and some other stuff, yeah. but are they also behind Invincible? I think it sounds familiar. I don't think it's been even confirmed or not. I, I don't. As I was going to say, what my the tangent I was about to go off on, well, it wasn't a tangent, but what I was about to say um, was sidetracking us from that into Seth Rogen and them with Preacher. I was going to say Preacher uh, volume or Preacher season two is uh, starting in about a week, two weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you guys saw the show so far? What? What do you guys think of the Preacher? show so far? I yeah. love it. Um, it's not, it's way different than the book. Um, yes. To me, it started off strong, and I, I, I felt it. it fizzled a little bit at the end. No, I love it. It's just you have to understand that they take the, the show takes yeah. it in a very much in a very creative difference than uh, than than what the book is, and I think a lot of people were hoping for a more faithful, true to the book type story. Yeah. And uh, that's the problem when you're a comic reader, and they put out something. Well, on the and show. apparently <laughs> the reason why they did do it was well, one budget constraints, and like two, just like the way that it's filmed and the way that the book is, it just, it wouldn't have flowed well. So they did have to take some liberties with it. Um, But the one thing I will say is much like with the walking dead, the walking dead TV show is very different than the comic. I think that, but look what the TV show did for the comic. Like the, the TV show got so many more people to go back and read the walking dead. And now they're comic fans and maybe they weren't before. And I think the same sort of things happened with preacher where people saw preacher and they go, well, I'm going to read this. And it's cause I've seen so many people buying the absolutes and the hardcover deluxes and everything else for preacher, which I think is great. Um, I think it's a book everybody should read for sure. Um, See, and I've 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 heard mi- the mixed things on that with like The Walking Dead. I've I've heard so many people. Why would I want to read it? It Doesn't have the character that I love in it. That's in the TV show. Well, yeah, you're always get, you're always <laughs> gonna have those people. <laughs> really? But... I I only want to watch the show. Why would I want to read a funny book? A funny just like book. you just want to slap them. I just just come here. Yeah, I mean, you're always gonna have those people. There's nothing you can do about that. But sure there is. I'm gonna line them all up. <laughs> Red Negan, he over here. <laughs> PPC. <laughs> um, just really quickly, I I was just thinking about Invincible again, and we started off the show with um, talking about you know Saga and the and the cosmicness of it. Um, Invincible is a great one for that too, which is mm-hmm. which surprises me why Rusty doesn't uh, want to read it more, just because I mean he loves the space stuff, and Invincible is yeah. littered with it. It's awesome. Yeah, just come to later issues. That's all it really takes place is in outer space. I think he secretly and... doesn't like it. <laughs> oh. Like, I think he acts like he has to like it because everybody gives him yeah. so much crap about it that he doesn't have a choice. Because if he said he does get a lot of crap, if he said that he hated it or he didn't like it, he would just be stoned to death by everybody. You know what I no, mean? No, he would no. be verbally be stoned to death. I, I hope he says that. Oh, I think I think it'd be great if he did too, but he'd be verbally stoned. So, no, um, and he'd also be never mind. But <laughs> there's there's a you know. So I think he secretly doesn't really like it that much. I mean, like maybe he's like, yeah, it's okay, but he doesn't understand all the hype. And I think that's why it's taken him two years to get through. What is it? Twenty issues, 20. something like that. 
I think it's just he doesn't. Uh, yeah. I don't think he really enjoys and it. And after two years, you forget about the twenty issues you read. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a book that he doesn't really care for, and that's why he's kind of like whatever. Because we introduced him to uh, uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, and he's reading that one every time it drops. That's true. Yeah, maybe we should just um, sweep it under the rug. Let him just <laughs> let him forget about it. I don't know. The, the chat rooms won't. Yeah, fine. no, he they won't ever let. I mean, until he comes out and straight up says, "I don't really dig this book, and I'm never going to read it." It's true. Of of the twenty five, we were talking about how him posting pictures means he likes a book. Of the issues he's read, he's only posted like one or two pictures. Maybe. No, I I remember I remember him posting a bunch before. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to take your word for it then, because I don't. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, we need to just have an intervention or maybe he'll be yes. our next guest interview. Yeah, we'll, we do, just, we'll just uh, say, Rusty, just tell us the truth. Do you, do you not enjoy the book? We will leave you alone if you tell us the truth right now. This is your one, Dr. This Phil is on your one opportunity to tell daddy the truth and not get in yeah. trouble. <laughs> like, I swear we're not recording. Rusty, we're not recording. Just tell us. No one's going to know. <laughs> That's it. We're going to bring on a psychiatrist. It's going to be like, oh, so it's going to be like breaking, breaking news. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Rusty hates Invincible. Next thing you know, he's saying, I hate it all, man. Saga, Sandman. I don't know why you guys make me read this all. Can't I just read my Venom? (laughs) (laughs) Good. You're going to see our our podcast downloads are going to go on a downloads. Can't I just read my Venom and my my, uh, man thing? We're on Bleeding Cool next day. Marvel destroys yet another <laughs> podcast. Marvel breaks up another family. Oh, my God. Marvel, oh, no. the home wreckers of the podcast universe. <laughs> well, we'll find out next time. That'll be our Brian K. Vaughn uh, cliffhanger. Does Rusty hate Invincible? Dun, dun, dun. But right now we uh, we got to call up a gentleman who's um, knee deep in in horror comics. Coincidentally, uh, even though we were talking cosmic, it is still coincidental um, because, like comics, we make the continuity of this show. So um, let's give him a call. everybody it is that time of the podcast where we do our interviews and this week we have none other than tree beard himself kelly williams kelly welcome to the show thank you hi how are you i'm doing fantastic how are you good it is an excellent day let's talk some comics sure all all days are good days to talk comics (laughs) it is isn't it yes Oh, so for those people out there who are just not fortunate enough to know your work, maybe you can give us a quick little uh, uh, intro or bio about yourself. Uh, well, you know, I draw comics. Um, I draw a lot of horror comics. I'm probably most known for horror comics. I uh, drew the graphic novel The Cabinet. Um, I've done work for uh, Eerie and Creepy. Uh I also drew uh, the graphic novel Metaphase. That's not really a horror thing, but I drew it. Yeah, and I do uh, the short horror uh, story series, The Dark, uh, through Alterna Comics, too. Mm. And, you know, lots of other junk, too. So The Dark, now, isn't that going to be coming out in the uh, in uh, print, in their newspaper print? Uh I don't know. Um, I know we, uh, me and Peter talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. If it does, it'll be it'll be later. Uh huh. I I I kind of like to, but you know, because they're only uh, like each of the stories are only like eight to twelve pages, so it would need to be a couple of them probably. Yeah. And I'm already planning to do a collect a print collected of them. <laughs> Uh, once I get to a certain point, so I'm not real sure how we're gonna handle that. Ah, makes sense. So maybe a little alternative graphic novel coming out. Yeah, eventually. Um, 
it'll it, it mostly hangs on uh, me and whenever <laughs> I actually do them. Uh, you know, I'm working with a lot of different writers on it now. Originally, I was going to it was just going to be me. I was going to write and draw all of them, but I've been working on other projects and realized, you know, I just don't have the time. And then there's a lot of people that, you know, we've become friends and we've wanted to work together, but, you know, things never line up for that. So this being a short form kind of thing, you know, eight to 12 pages, it's pretty easy to put something together for that. And, uh, you know, in between things or in spare time and stuff. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll get back on track with that. Uh, once I finish the graphic novel, I'm uh, almost finished with now. Awesome! Yeah, I've, I was looking at your website earlier today, and you have uh, you have a few comics on there that I guess people can can see you progress through over time, um, just for free. Cast out and uh, loose ends. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, those are on there. Uh, cast out. Unfortunately, I wish that I had more time to update cast out. You know, it was supposed to be something I do on a more regular basis. And then, like, I came out the door swinging. I think I uploaded six new pages in, like, two days or something. And then yeah. uh, and then I fell off because I got busy with other stuff. But, yeah. And uh, Loose Ends is a... Uh, I guess it's basically a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan comic. So, cool. yeah, those are on there. They're free. Take them. Look at them. You can look at them. You can't really <laughs> look at them. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, a couple months ago on Twitter, you had posted something about, like, hey, I have a bunch of these sketch cards that I found. What should I draw? And uh, I just randomly threw something out there. I wasn't even expecting a, a response, really. But I had said, uh, The Crypt Keeper. And ah. I think it was like 30 or 45 minutes later, you post, like, here you go, four guys. And it's like this amazing, amazing picture of uh, The Crypt Keeper. Um, and it was phenomenal. So, like, who would you say you're in? Because, like you said, a lot of it's horror. You love horror. Um, obviously, The Crypt Keeper kind of falls into that category. Um, and it's sort of like a black and white, uh, you know, sketch card. So who would you say is kind of like some of your big inspirations for, uh, for your style and, and growing up and wanting to do comics? Uh, well, uh, obviously like Bernie writes and yeah. uh, he's a, he's a hero. In fact, uh, like Wrightson is probably, He's uh, probably the, one of the larger reasons that I wanted to draw comics. Like he was the first person that, when I when I picked up Swamp Thing, like as a kid, and I had been reading comics for years before that, but there was just something about Swamp Thing that like grabbed hold of me and made me actually stop and like think about the fact that somebody drew this, like there's an actual person behind this thing, you know? And like, I don't, like, I don't know why I never thought about that before, but like I did. And then as, you know, I got more into it. I realized, you know, I was a fan of Wrightson before I even realized Wrightson was a person, you know, cause I had seen his stuff in so many different places. And, you know, like, I mean, obviously I get a lot of, uh, influence from a lot of the older, like pulpier stuff and a lot of the like Jack Davis and uh, a lot of the Crypt Keeper or sorry, uh, Tales from the Crypt, um, creepy, eerie, a lot of the old horror anthologies and stuff like a lot of the guys that were regulars and that stuff probably have a huge influence on me. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know that I ever consciously really think about that, I guess. I mean, obviously, I probably take a little bit of everybody in, as you probably do when you do this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even today, though, I mean, even more recent artists, like, I still find new artists that, you know, it's inspirational to see some of the amazing art that comes out just on a daily basis now. Yeah, no, it's definitely a great time, especially for... Uh fans of horror comics because there's there's just more every week 
Yeah, it's kind of hit like a bit of an upswing in the last mm-hmm. uh, 10 years or something. Yeah, definitely. You, you can see it and feel it lately. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you mentioned you, uh, you were working on some other projects. Uh, anything you care to talk about? Uh, well, sure. Um, well, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, you know, I post a lot of these uh, pages from World War II uh, comic thing I've been working on. Uh, that's the main thing that I'm finishing up right now. And that's, uh, it's called A Letter to Joe. Mm. And uh, it's, it's uh, written by Joe Sirecki. I think I'm saying that right. Um, and it's uh, basically, it's a story. It's basically based on his grandparents Mm-hmm. And when uh, their experience with um, World War II and like them meeting and falling in love and then his grandfather having to go to war. <clears throat> and then while he was there, uh, right before he came back, he he mailed this letter home to his gran- to Joe's grandmother uh, that just kind of went through the entirety of his time like mm-hmm. over there. And because it was towards the end of the uh, end of the war and everything, I guess it wasn't like censored at all, and all the parts were there. And uh, so it's like this crazy letter that's just you know got all kinds of ups and downs and craziness. And uh, so this is an adaptation of that letter in a way, but also it, it kind of swaps back and forth between that. And then his grandmother, uh, whose name was Josephine, uh, or Joe, which is the, you know, a letter to Joe in the title. Um, and But it swaps back and forth from the letter to her and how she's coping and dealing with the worry about him and waiting for him to come home and reading the letter kind of obsessively and stuff. And uh, that's almost finished. Hopefully, hopefully soon. But that's the big thing. I'm looking like forward to right that. Red's Alley. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm a huge. I, I like to collect everything. Sergeant Rock, Sergeant Fury. I love my war comics. Right, <laughs> yeah, war, yeah. those types of things. <laughs> that was when uh, when uh, Brendan Wright uh, got a hold of me. He's the the editor on it, mm-hmm. and he's also the editor that uh, brought me on for Eerie, and. Um, so I kind of knew him from that, and he got a hold of me about it. And he, uh, I, I, I don't know, like, I'm not, uh, I don't usually expect to get contacted about, you know, love stories or war comics, you know, not necessarily in my uh, stable of things that I've done. But it was awesome to get to do it. And part of what got me into the idea of doing it was, the idea of getting to draw some of the war stuff because yeah i love some of those old war comics so yeah i get to dabble with that a little bit so you found yourself just a little bit outside your comfort zone with it oh yeah yeah for sure i um That's like every broadens up a little bit oh yeah yeah I, like uh it's been a blast to work on because i'm having to do stuff that i think maybe like, I'm having to do some stuff that I might have been a little lazy about in the past and tried to maybe find ways around it so I didn't have to do it. So you can't really do that with this. So it's been a nice uh, nice learning experience on top of everything else. And who's the uh, publisher for this? Uh, there is not one oh. attached as hmm. of yet. Are you guys doing, um, like, a Kickstarter or anything then? I believe there is going to be a Kickstarter that'll okay. happen first, and we're going to be shopping it around to publishers as well. But awesome. yeah, there there is plans for there to be a Kickstarter. Very cool. We're just waiting until the book's pretty much completely finished first. But how many issues do you think it's going to run for? Uh, it's just a graphic novel. Just a gra- oh graphic novel, okay. Yeah, I uh, I forget how many pages. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean <laughs> that sounds awful. Uh, <laughs> I, I well, I'm drawing like uh, I believe it's 84 pages, but there's there's going to be a lot of extra stuff in there that's uh, not entirely all comic. Like some of it'll be, I think there's an illustrated poem that's going to be included. Uh, uh, I think some excerpts from the uh, 
from the letter, possibly. I, I can remember everything that's in there, but I, it's like, it's supposed to be like over 100 pages when it's all said and done. Very cool. So how did you get involved with this? Uh, well, like like I said, Brendan, uh, Brendan Wright emailed me, and uh, I guess they, uh, I don't know, like they had somebody or they couldn't nail anybody down or something. So they just like your art. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm okay with coming on, you know, second or third. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, your art is phenomenal. Um, it is. I, I'm uh, a big, big fan. Like I said, when you posted that picture of the Crypt Keeper, I mean, it was maybe a half hour, 45 minutes had gone by. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, first of all, I was just honored that you took my suggestion, but second of all, like, it was incredible. Like, your art was, it was amazing. I was like, oh my god, I need to see more stuff from this guy, because this is incredible. Well, uh, good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big horror fan as well, so anything horror-related is, is always awesome and fun to see, and... You know, like you said, the last 10 years or so, it's really kind of picked up. So it's an exciting time to be a horror fan and a comic fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think and uh, a good thing that comes from, like, the kind of upswing lately is that there's a lot of, like, good horror stuff. Like, it's not just, like, a ton of it and a whole lot of it's just awful. <laughs> like, there's, a, like, even a lot of the smaller stuff. Like, there's really good stuff coming out like really good creators like both artists writers whatever like there's a lot of really good stuff coming out i mean is yeah. there any current stuff out now that you enjoy uh reading that's in your pull box type of thing uh yes but i am so <laughs> terribly behind on reading i have I'm I'm lucky that I'm friends with my local comic shop because <laughs> I've been uh, there's weeks that I months that I don't make it in just because I can't get out of the house but uh but yeah you know like I um I try to stay on top of things a little bit I like you know like obviously I like uh, Harrow County and I I try not to miss any of the like the Hellboy and Hellboy related stuff the BPRD awesome. stuff. Oh, oh, speaking of Colin Bunn and, and Harold Kennedy, have you tried uh, The Damned? Um, him and uh, Brian mm-hmm. Hurt just re... Uh, well, they re-released it in trade paperback form in the story they did like 10 years ago, but now The Damned is a new ongoing as well. They, it's coming it's back. Yeah, I saw something about that. I I have not read The Damned. I've heard oh. lots of good stuff about it, though. I and uh, But I haven't read it. it. Yeah, no, The Damned is great. I, I re- If you're like a horror fan, I'd recommend The Damned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as soon as I have uh, a week, <laughs> I will. Uh... <laughs> as soon as I have time, yep. Yeah, yeah, we yeah and I love Cullen's stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Um, I was gonna ask. I saw. I was looking through your Twitter, and I saw a great uh, Spectre sketch, a drawing rather on the Ooh. on the little watercolor. Yeah. Art is really nice. Just reminded me of Tap because he he's a huge Spectre fan, oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, I love it. Just Spectre. made me wonder uh, of all the all the horror characters out there. Um, is there one that you sort of dreamed of doing maybe as an <laughs> ongoing series? I mean, you've mentioned Swamp Thing, and well, I uh, I think anybody that I don't know uh, people that I guess follow me or whatever would probably like laugh at the question because i i tend to bang on quite a bit about man thing and uh i do a lot of drawings of man thing and i would uh i would say he's probably towards the top of my you know i'd really like to do that list so yeah rusty's gonna be sad he's missing this interview like yeah, <laughs> Rusty's a huge Man Thing fan. Yeah, he, he is. In, oh, yeah. Like, eerie and creepy and stuff. He loves that kind of stuff. So he's gonna be sad about this. Um, speaking of Man, I know you said you don't have a lot of time to read, but have you by chance read the new Man Thing that R.L. Stein was doing? I uh, I read the first issue. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's as far as I got. That sigh that we all had. Yeah, <laughs> and I uh, I uh, a buddy of mine like. He got it uh, 
the night before I did, and we were uh, we were both doing a show like that weekend, and he got there before I did, went to the comic shop, and he picked it up and read it, and he he just said, "I'll let you read it when you get here," and I uh, <laughs> so I read it, and I don't know what happened to it after that, but yeah, I you know it's pretty, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it looks nice. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll sleep with that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So I'm I'm in the same boat. I only read issue one. I know Rusty wanted to. He was in love with it, and well, not with that title, but he really wanted it to be good. And so I know he read like issues two and three, and he said issue two, guys, it, it gets better, it gets better. And then issue three, he messaged us, and he goes. Don't bother. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that didn't last long. <laughs> He's pretty disappointed in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. What do you, what do you, I mean, I'm sure, you know, R.L. Stein, I, I'm sure that name sells the comic on its yeah. own, probably. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, at least until issue six when it gets canceled, right? <laughs> is it an ongoing or is it, it a mini series? Yeah, it was okay. just a mini. Yeah. That's what I thought, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Man, I'm I'm going through and because I had to go see the Spectre um, sketch you did, and it's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And so I'm scrolling through and I'm looking at some of the other stuff that you've you know posted semi recently, and your art is amazing. Like I like your Lobo you did. Holy crap! It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. People, oh, the con sketch, yeah. Yeah, people need to be checking you out and, like, following you and buying all your commissions up, because this is incredible stuff. I mean, I I agree. <laughs> I agree that they should yes, be doing please, that. Yes, please, yeah. yeah. Speaking of commissions, I, you do offer commissions on your website, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no. No. I... I mean, I mean, there may be something on there. I'm yeah, not there taking, <laughs> I'm not taking commissions at the moment, just okay. because I, uh, I recently did a round of mail order commissions that, I'm, uh, some very nice people are having to wait for me because I also have a big stack of uh, heroes commissions I have to do, on top of all this drawing comic business. So yeah. I'm taking a break from any new commissions until I get all that stuff cleared out and everything i mean people can feel free to contact me but i'm probably just gonna tell you to contact me again later yeah yeah for um for people that don't know um treebeardstuff.com that's where you can check out uh the comics and and uh, i guess commission email um so treebeard obviously based on your your beautiful selfies that you post once in a while um, is in reference to uh, to the epic beard you've got going. No? It, well, in part, I guess. In part? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so your beard we'll is pretty it. epic. It's, it's a lot better than what I've yeah. got going on. It's, uh, you know, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You so just eventually this. ignore it, and then it's, <laughs> there you go. There you are. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna forget about it and then wake up two years later and I I mean, there's really no reason to pay attention to it. It's I mean it's literally just watching hair grow at that point, so Fair enough. And beard, <clears throat> by the way, at tree beard stuff, it's it's if I'm not mistaken, it's B E E R D, right? Not like the traditional beard. Right. Yes. It it's it's like beer like the drink. Because right. when the name kind of came about, I I drank a lot of beer. So <laughs> I drank a lot Fair of beer, enough. and uh, you know everybody had already taken the normal spelling, so <laughs> <laughs> I had to be clever about it. Original. That's what it had to be. Original. Right. Right. So, being a horror fan, what would you say one of your favorite? Or I, mean, I know it's hard to always list a favorite, but maybe like your top three horror movies or movies that inspired you well yeah that's a that's a hard one i mean i'm always gonna say te the the original texas chainsaw massacre okay. just because that's um that's not just like 
one of my favorite horror movies, but just one of my favorite movies in general. But, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I watch, like, I don't really watch anything else. Like, I watch the worst movies just because <laughs> I'm, you know, but, uh, let's see, I'll just go with what comes to mind at the moment, I would say. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, uh, and, you know, and The Exorcist 3. I'm just going to, we'll say that. I don't know if I've seen The Exorcist 3. <laughs> oh, you need to see oh, The Exorcist 3. Really? It's good. I don't know if I've seen that one. Because I remember the prequel... That like came out ten ish years ago, but yeah, I don't think I've seen. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, uh, The Exorcist Three has like uh, George C. Scott in it, mm-hmm. and um, and there were actually like different cuts of it. Like, um, they actually just released a new Blu-ray edition of it. And it's got, like, the theatrical version and then, like, another version of it where they kind of cut up, like, they cut in the scenes that never made it in. And they're they're really rough. Like, a lot of them aren't, like, even glossed up finished stuff. And uh, I don't know, it's interesting to see it that way. And, and honestly, the only reason why I even would put it on the list probably is just because I watched it recently. Because obviously, I mean... I wouldn't say that I like that more than John Carpenter's The Thing or anything like that, but, you know, it's just more recent in my brain, I guess. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. The first Exorcist was amazing. That movie, yeah. even to this day, scares the hell out of me. Um, yep. I, love, I love that movie. Did you Did you watch the TV show that they, I think it's Fox, that did it last year? Yeah, I uh, I think I watched like two or three episodes, and I just kind of I don't know. I will I, say, continue. I don't think to it was bad. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was bad. I just kind of I'm horrible with television. Like Fair I'll start enough. watching it, and I kind of just bleh, and get bored. I don't know. Well, if you get a chance to binge it, um, keep going because it actually gets a lot better. I will do that eventually. Talks of potentially a second season, so. Could be interesting, but... Um, so anyway, do you have any cons or anything coming up? You are talking about cons earlier, doing con sketches. Do you have cons or anything upcoming that you want to promote, throw out there? I do. Uh, well, I'll be at Heroes um, in a couple weeks in June. Um, whatever weekend Heroes falls on. And where's that? Um, Is that Baltimore? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. It's uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And he- uh, Heroes is probably one of my favorite shows, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I do a lot of small shows. Like I, I live like in Arkansas, so I do a lot of smaller shows that are just kind of like in the middle of the country that nobody really goes to. Um, and the fact that every every township has six conventions now so <laughs> yeah there's one every four minutes oh, yeah. um after that uh size wise um i'm gonna do uh what is it uh crypticon in kansas city i believe that's in july hmm. and um I've actually never done a horror convention before. So I'm really looking oh. forward to that. Nice. I'm going to have to check that one out, maybe. Um, I'm they actually in Omaha, Nebraska, ones. so I'm not too uh, far. They, I guess Crypticon like, has... like They're one of those like bigger organizer things. Like They have one in Seattle. They have them in other areas, too, I guess. Nice. Again, I'm kind of new to that scene, so I don't really, I don't really know. I might, I might go to New York Comic Con this year. I haven't. I don't know. That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is. Yes, I have heard though that a lot of creators are um, 
a lot of creators lately are actually preferring New York over the famed San Diego, though. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's quickly becoming, it's overtaking San Diego in terms of size and possibly even spectacle. Yeah, yeah. I think in regards to creators, it definitely is. I think San Diego's become more of a pop culture movie TV show thing, whereas I think New York is still... It has that, but I think New York is still focusing a lot on creators, which is great. Right, yeah. yeah no, it was it. Uh, on Twitter, I think it was Chip Zardowski had left a message how he was looking for somebody to uh, sh- split a room with them. If you're looking for a way to uh, <laughs> go cheaper. You get a bunk Dangerous. <laughs> sure, I'll just... I'll drop old Chip a message and... <laughs> You don't know me, but uh, you should let a, me live with you for a weekend. I'll bring it's my a dangerous weekend. He he yeah. might actually accept <laughs> chips. Uh, we've he got to speak with there. him before. He's a, I he's a be fun individual. Yeah, right. I might be more freaked out by it than him. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, well, awesome. Does anybody have any other questions or anything? I do not, man. We've covered a lot quickly. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you very much for, for coming on and whatnot. It is greatly appreciated. And for, like I said, for those of you guys that aren't familiar, want to check out his art, treebeerdstuff.com. Go check it out. Amazing. Or follow him on Twitter. Um, absolutely amazing, amazing art. Yep. So. No, it looks really good. Well, awesome, man. Thank you very much once again for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you guys, you guys ever do get a Kickstarter or anything like that going for this, by all means, let us know. We'll be more than yeah. happy to help promote it and get get the word out. Awesome. I appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. Awesome. Thank well, thank you very much, awesome. sir. Thanks for joining us. 